welcome to episode three of the Litmus Test Podcast. On the mic, we have Jeremy and John Duncan uh, coming live from our regular podcast recording studio. Um, what's different about today is we got breakfast. We got well, you got breakfast. Thank you so Picked much. Picked up breakfast for us. Yes, uh, from the local. Uh, Superior Cafe, right down the street from the recording studios. Yeah, there's nothing better than waking up to a text that says, I'm going to get breakfast, do you want any? I'm like, what? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that answer sure. is always yes. Yes. Um, so. Nothing nothing too crazy, uh, except I accidentally ordered three sandwiches instead of two. There was a lot of commotion <laughs> yeah. at this deli. Um, so I definitely wanted steak, egg, and cheese for myself. Yeah. I love steak and eggs. Um, but I also, for John, wanted to, you know, I didn't know exactly what he wanted, so I uh, I think I ordered a steak, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese. Right. And then the lady was like reading my order back to me and she was like, okay, so you want, and she had a bit of an accent. She's like, you want sausage, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, and steak, egg, and cheese. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of commotion there, and she kept calling me sweetheart and, like, yeah. making me feel good, so... In the morning. In the morning, I was just like, yep, it's easier <laughs> just to say yes. I am your sweetheart <laughs> right now. Yeah, All so right. we got we got plenty of food this morning. Yes, we do have food. It's great. Great morning. Um, what'd you do last night? Anything fun? Uh, nothing fun. I've been, like, kind of sick this week, getting yeah. over something, so I, uh... Kept it kept it uh, low key last night. Okay, but there was a big game last night that I was mo- that I was definitely watching. There was I was watching it too. Actually, I spent like an hour trying to find out how to stream this big game. Yeah, um, we're talking about the tribe, of course. Uh, game two of the American League Divisional Series is I guess ALDS. Yep. Um, Yankees were in town. They went up quick with a three nothing lead. I was like driving around with the kids. Um, going to the grocery store, nice. doing dad things, yeah. and um, I'm like checking the score, and uh, they were up three nothing. I got home, I saw it was like three three. I'm like, all right, or it was like three two, and then three two. I don't remember, but yeah, three three at the end of the first, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm on everything. I'm calling my friends. I'm like, somebody's got to have a stream site or something for me. Yeah. And um, finally, I go on Twitter, and I just like. Google or search on Twitter for like live streams. Nice. Uh, the LTS, and I found one right away. And so um, I'm making dinner. Me and the kids are watching a game on my laptop, and uh, we go down big. And Clues is out of the game early. Third inning got third lit inning. Up. He went two point two. This is the Cy Young probably. Yeah. And uh, oh man, this was disheartening. And we're down eight to three. I'm telling my daughter, I'm like, Indians not gonna win today, babe. She's like, okay, Dad. I'm like, I'm sorry. We'll be okay. You know, it's like it's yeah. traumatizing because she's That's, three. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm watching this game and, uh, like, just methodically, whoever the hell comes in and they load the bases with two outs and Frankie's up. And I'm like, well, well they probably ground out. You know, this is how it goes, right? Yeah. No, grand slam. Grand slam. Grand slam. Yeah. I screamed at my daughter. She covered her ears and said, Dad, you yelled at me. And I'm like, but the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I convince her that this is a, a good yell and not a bad yell. <laughs> Meanwhile, my son's looking at me like, we're all crazy. Then Elle and I start running through the entire house, just running back and forth. Nice. Screaming. And like, yeah, freaky. And so weird. It was great. It was great. And then... 
it just kept going. We tied it. Do you want to talk about this? Or am I just going to keep can, going? You can give the recap. All right, man. We just keep going and going and going. And uh, like ninth inning, I'm like, we're going to win in the ninth. Don't win in the ninth. I don't even know how many innings it went. It was a 13? 11. It was, it was 11? I believe. Oh, man. I don't even know. But um, it's, the game just kept going and going and going. And, um, yeah, what a game. How do we win? Uh, we won on a Yon oh, yeah, Gomes walk-off. rippling down the yeah. line. Um, and uh, we scored a winning run. That was crazy. Everyone's throwing stuff at each other. They interviewed like 10 people because it was a definitely a team event with the Grand Slam. Jay Bruce hitting the home run tie it. And then Jan Gomes hitting the walk-off. So, great outing. Um, and then my dad called me. Oh, no, no, no. We got to back up. I've never in my entire life of playing and watching baseball seen a guy on second base take his secondary lead mm-hmm. after the pitch and get thrown out by a catcher. That was an amazing play. Holy shit. I'm yeah. watching this, and I'm like, oh, man, that was pretty close in real time. I mean, obviously safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, that, was, that was a hell of a throw and tag. It was, it was really close. Yeah. And then they're talking about reviewing it. I'm like, what? I'm like, I guess. And then you start hearing the crowd go, oh. Like, they're seeing the review, and then finally they stream it, to under, put it on TV, and I'm like, Holy shit, he threw that guy out. Amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, the review it, and boom, he's out. And that was like, that was a big turning point. Just more, I mean, you know, the Yankees are kind of have that like demeanor. They got so much tradition and history that you like can never count them out. Like, you can never like out muster them. Yeah. Um, but it, like, the Indians are doing it right now. I mean, game one dominant by Trevor Bauer. Last night, they had it, and we just. You know, we took it back in dramatic fashion. I thought when we were down like eight to three, I was like, I mean, when we were down six to three, I was like, it's not our day. The Yankees have a great bullpen. Yes. You know, we have we have no shot really, and we'll just get them tomorrow. And it just turned like, you know, I this this Indian team is really good to like it's, it's win really tomorrow. Good. Yeah. I mean, win yesterday. Well, and then what's his face? Uh, um, <clears throat> Edwin. Didn't yeah, he get walked he got off hurt. for an ankle issue? Yeah, real early. They said, I didn't see it. I got a text or a little I was listening, alert. I was listening on the radio at that time. Okay, yeah, I got an alert. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, this is all we need. Yeah. I remember last year we went in so beat up to the World Series and it was just, you know, we just didn't More have enough. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Klubs threw three times in the in the World Series last year. He started three games, which is, that's just a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> so... So how do you feel about the tribe? Do you like the? How do you do? You follow baseball? You like the tribe? Like how? Uh... Um, so, oh man, here we go again talking about my sports past. Yeah, I played baseball like very seriously for a long. It's why I didn't play football in high school. Yeah, um, and played. Um, tried to play in college a little bit. Didn't work out, but played in the wood bat bat league after college in mm-hmm. Cleveland. Um, so I played a lot of baseball, and I used to watch it all the time back when I played. And then after college, it kind of like left a sour taste in my mouth, so I stopped watching it as much. But, um, you know, I still, like, they, they stick around the back of my head. It's not like as much as, like, football. I'm kind of a little more into it. But, um, yeah, I used to, of course, I'm an Indians fan, Tribe fan. And, um, yeah, big, big Indians fan. So they um, – you gotta finish eating, man. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm, this the steak sandwich from uh, Superior Cafe is really good. <laughs> Shout out Superior Cafe. <laughs> I actually, I really like the Indians. Yeah. I, uh, 
I never played baseball. I played one season of Little League when I was like 12 years old. Really? And everyone, everyone starts playing baseball when they're like six. Yes. So, or like four. People play baseball when they're like, they play t-ball. Oh, yeah. Whoa, the sandwich. <laughs> the sandwich. John just opened the sandwich and he's like <laughs> <Dude>. mesmerized. <laughs> yeah, this is a big sandwich. Uh, so yeah. I never played baseball. I played one season when I was 12. I just like basically like begged my parents to get to play baseball because all the other kids were doing it. That yeah. was my main rationale. Um, I was on like the worst team in the whole league. Yep. We went 1-14 in 14 or something, like some atrocious record. I think I hit like two doubles the whole season. And that like, was it. And a few singles and like, and the singles were mostly like throwing errors by these 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds. Anyway, so I didn't have a great, much of a baseball career at all, but I've always followed baseball. And actually, I think what helped me get like really into baseball was this card game called MLB Showdown. Okay. That was like an inner, you know, it was like a strategy game. Yeah. You like collected players and you had a salary cap. You had to like get the best (laughs) line. You had to make the best lineup under a certain level of points, which was the cost of each player to be on your team. Right. And there were different ways to build a team and you had like a strategy deck and you had to figure out how many many varieties of different cards you wanted to be in your strategy deck and things like that. Is that like the baseball version of Magic the Gathering? Exactly. I played it. I played in tournaments every Saturday. What? That's crazy. Um, with my brother, we would go and play in these tournaments, and um, they, you, they cost money to join, and you would win cards or money if you won the tournament. Wow. Um, and it was at a card shop, like a comic book store card shop thing, and I did that for like years, and our basement was just like covered in these cards, because we were constantly like That's building crazy. teams and stuff. Yeah. So I know a lot of like players, and uh, there's some funny things about watching today, so I think the card game ended in like 2006 or something. And somebody like Zach Greinke, he was like a rookie yeah. coming up right around that time. And he had like the worst card in MLB show. Yeah. Now he's like a Cy Young winner and like yeah. one of the best pitchers in the game. But I still like almost think of him as like the guy with, you know, one control and one to 15 out. Like these bad like stats that you would have in MLB showdown. And I think he was in like one of the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball video games. And it was his rookie year. And um, he was on the... Um, um, Kansas City uh, Royals, right? Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, and he was shitty in the game. He was like every pitch he threw was like the slowest fastball. <laughs> yeah, like, this guy's terrible. <laughs> but the good part about it was because it was so slow, you could make it move a lot. So he was kind of shitty, but also if you used it right, he'd be all right. He'd be good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I remember him getting such terrible ratings, and then I remember like it was, I remember scratching my head later. I'm like, this guy's good now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <is> weird. <laughs> really developed from his MLB showdown days. Yeah, on his King 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 video game days. Um, anyway, so the, back to the tribe. So I, I have always followed baseball. I like baseball. I uh, I'm a nerd, so I'm like into all like the statistical okay. intricacies of baseball. Yeah. Um, Did you see that movie? I had never seen Moneyball. Moneyball. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, and it, it, I, I'm sure I would like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so back to the Indians. That, that's because you're a, uh, you're a T, right, or something? Oh, I'm definitely a T. <laughs> All right, definitely we're just teasing. I'm right an now. N too. All right, Ooh, a, little, a little teaser. There, a little teaser. Know, we'll talk time. more about the T's. Um, so. Anyway, so the Indians. Just to to kind of finish up with them. Um, for me, I think this team is great. I am extremely impressed with the whole roster, but 
specifically there are like a few standouts to me on this team yeah. of like people that I, I think are like um, so I'll just get into it so I think Terry Francona is an amazing manager yep. and is like the Greg Popovich of baseball I think Greg Popovich throughout the season he's always like resting his players and get, you know he's like 15th guy on my bench like you're, you're going to start at point guard today Yeah, and he like challenges his players and he really gets the most out of them I know you're a big pop fan yeah I think I think he's great and uh, to me Terry Francona's a lot like that he's like you know Giovanni Urshela you're gonna start at third base like I don't care what what the haters say like you I don't care what the haters say (laughs) you're an amazing third baseman you're amazing in the field and we value that in you like it's okay that you're not the best hitter we'll bat you ninth right I think he um, you know the whole team is bought into the, the team concept. Yeah, it's like Bauer, definitely. you start game one. Kluber's the, you know, obviously Kluber's the best, but Bauer, you start game one. We think it's it's the best for the team as a whole. Yep. And everyone understands and supports the decision. Um, you know, people talk about Andrew Miller last year, but it only really worked because Andrew Miller was willing to accept the role. But yeah. because Terry had the, you know, the yeah. cojones to like try it out and yep. like break out of the orthodoxy and do like what made the most sense for. For the team, yep. Um, so I'm I'm a big uh, Tito Francona fan. Yep. Frankie, and, uh, Frankie's got to be on your list, right? Frankie. So Frankie is amazing. Frankie's on my list. But Jose Ramirez is oh, number yeah. one. Number one on my list. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he is amazing. Undrafted, five foot nine, undersized, five foot nine, one seventy five, undrafted. He is from the Dominican Republic. Have you heard him speak? He can't speak English. He sounds like a sixteen year old girl too. Oh, with his high voice? He's got like high yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So <laughs> um, from the DR? From the DR, and in the DR, they have like a baseball development program. And once you reach the age of like 21, apparently, they decide whether, like, if you haven't shown enough potential to get to the bigs, yeah. you're like out, you're out of the program, you, you really have no shot. And Jose was, was one of those people who was 21, and they're like, all right, you're not good enough, you'll never make it. And he's just like, He's made it basically, like, yeah. you know, he's, he came into the league last year and he just started dominating last year and he's continued yeah. this entire year. Yeah, he's been he's been amazing. You know, I, even like uh, in game one, he tagged up on a Jay Bruce sack fly and like sprinted to the bag. Yeah. You know, he runs everything mm-hmm. out hard. He plays the whole game incredibly hard. And he is like a big part of that Terry Francona, like everyone do their do their part thing. Because exactly. he switch he switches between second base and third base and like how often do you see a down ballot MVP candidate be like I will play whatever position you yeah. want you yeah. want for me exactly. and I'll do it at a high level so uh, I'd say he's my he's my favorite player on the on the Indians right now yeah all right yeah Frankie's mine but you know Frankie's awesome Frankie's awesome player. he's the prodigy who's like doing what he's supposed to do yep. Ramirez is like the Never was never supposed to be He's here. The underdog, yeah, the sure. underdog guy. So, yeah, try it, man. Hopefully, keep it up. I would like to see sweeps everywhere. Yep. Just yeah. pull out the freaking brooms. Let's win. Yeah. How many more games we got to win? Five, six, eight, nine. Nine more games. <laughs> let's play nine more, <laughs> nine games. more games. Play nine more, win them all, and let's go home. Yeah, that'd be easy. Less staying up late, especially during the World Series. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I think we got a tough road ahead of us. I was talking to some guy, and he was saying he wanted to see us play. The Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers, and all these teams with that storied tradition and have us just, you know, run through them. And, yeah, I'm kind of down for that, too. That would be sweet. That would be sweet, but we're probably going to end up playing the 
Yankees, Astros, Astros. and Diamondbacks or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. MLB will love that, the Indians, Diamondbacks, World Series. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Um, Diamondbacks, didn't they win it once when they had They Randy beat the Johnson. Yankees with Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, um, Kurt Council? No. Kurt Council, definitely. Yep. Okay. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and Luis, Luis Gonzalez. Luis Gonzalez, it's amazing you just remember these random people. This 2001, I, I was like a huge sports fan oh, when were, I was like yeah, 10, were, 10 to 14 year old, years old. Yeah. Um, anyway. Alright. So, uh, next topic. Next topic. Well, the next topic on the board is... Song of the week. Song of the week. So, the regular staple here at the uh, at the uh, the Sealy Barbell Club. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, here at the Litmus Test Podcast. So, a little bit of background on this song of the week. Yes. Um, this was the first song that I ever downloaded from iTunes. Is this a rap song? It is a rap song. We all right. I'm gonna break away next week. Yeah. So, I, just just because we should, but. We like rap here. Apparently. <laughs> I know. I, you know. Sometimes I was thinking like, uh, we really should like break away and try try new things. But at the same time, we should be true to ourselves. We should. You know? Yeah, we are the rap generation <laughs> for sure. I mean, rap is now like pop. Yeah, it's you look at the you look at the charts and it's like rap yeah. music everywhere. Everywhere. So. Um, so this was the first song that I ever downloaded from iTunes. Any guess? Um. <clears throat> I, I have no idea. Um, is it like Nelly or something ridiculous? No offense. Uh, no, <laughs> it's it it could be considered something like that, but I'll play it. We've, okay, yeah. I've played it in the gym a bunch of times. Okay. Take you to BBs and BCBG. I can 
can get you in the place to be into the people to know what you things to get into. I wanna be your lover and your cover down. Never take you from others, don't ever let a brother pimp you. If you want the stars, you can reach a girl, y'all take a look at her. She got such an astonishing body. I can see her it's a bitch, she can rob a cavalli. And now that she gon' put a hurt on them hard in the party. And you know you kill her when the club we go. She was wanna be a pro, how you goes, taking photos. And I love you cause you think you with the dope clothes. Drop her to the flow, look the cold when you roll slow. And I love it when I hit it from the back. And you get on top of me, I have a brother going oh oh. Girl, I love how you roll me right. I can make you a celebrity, yo, why not? Play something these hoes are like. Try whips, I know they like. Twister, you told her right. I can make you a celebrity, yo, why not? Give you ice like Kobe, right? We sorta like Kobe, right? The way we mow them, right? I can make you a celebrity, yo, why not? You see how you make a brother break down. I just gotta ask you, what you need? What you need from me? Oh, you wanna be a star? Oh, you messing with the right one? I can take you there. I can make sure you got all the finest names. Let me be your manager. Come here, girl, I can see you bored. Turn you to the queen that I see you for. Take you shopping on streets and stores. I'ma get you to the MTV awards. You're about to do a show tonight. You look a good girl, show you right. Take you places I know you like. I can make you a celebrity overnight. Come and girl, you can hang if you bored. We can do plenty things plus more. I'm about to have you change in the stores. I can even get you to the soul train, of course. We're about to do a show tonight. You look a good girl, show you right. Take you places I know you like. I can make you a celebrity overnight. Okay, so let me say. I'm trying to think of what I was doing when that, you know what year that came out? I believe 03. 03 or 04. So 03, I was in college. Yeah. All right. Um, 03, was 03 the year I really started? I think it was, I think it might have been 04. That's fine. Yeah. I graduated in 05, so I was either a, a junior or a senior, which means I was being very reckless in college. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's a good song. Oh, that had to be that had to be junior year. It had to be. Um, yeah, that that was like that was like when Kanye was really everything at that moment, right? It was it was right before the college dropout came out. That was before when that, that song was released. Yeah. So uh, it was on Twista's Kamikaze album. Okay. The Kamikaze album had slow jams on it. Yeah, and so did the college dropout. That was like that. right, and right. there was like a different version. Like they had an extra twist of verse in the Kamikaze version of Slow okay. Jams. Yeah, um, and what's funny about this song for me is I was like 13, 12, 13 years old when the song came out. When I first heard it, I didn't really know who Kanye West was. Yeah, so I heard the song. I didn't know his production. I didn't know who he was. I just like thought Twista was amazing. Okay. So it was, this was That's like a crazy. Twista song and like it took me a while until after, you know, maybe later that year I like heard Kanye for the first time and I was like, oh, that's who that is on yeah. that song. See, I, uh, you know, I said Kanye was everything because, you know, I was big into music back then and for a while at this point. So I had known Kanye as a producer. It was yeah. like, it was like Kanye and Just Blaze were producing every fucking thing that yeah. I listened to. Cause still, again, big time in the New York hip hop scene. Blaze. Yeah, it was just Blaze everywhere, or it was Kanye, and I was like, I always, I always favored just Blaze a little bit. Yeah. And so I was pushing against this Kanye. I'm like, nah, I don't really, you know, he just, 
because I had like I had been sampling for a long time at this point when in my production and like you know a lot of people were like saying oh this you know you make a lot of stuff that sounds like this and then the third so I was like yeah I do make a lot of shit that sounds like this but just Blaze made fucking uh, um, you don't know by Jay Z yep like and that's like the like to me in terms of production that's like one of the biggest beats ever mm-hmm. like it's super full and like I was like yo I could never do something like that yeah but like Kanye was doing like his production is very simple and that's part of what makes it so successful is that like sample drums bassline and then maybe something else but like very simple not a lot to it not a lot of tracks and it's like damn I was like man it's, I almost hated it because it was so simple but yeah. so successful I'm like I'm like thinking a lot about these things and trying to like add the right bongo you know what I mean yeah. and like fuck that that's not the right bongo find another one <laughs> <laughs> go down to uh, fucking the Bronx and give me some Vietnamese breast milk um, <laughs> and so I was like I was like fuck Kanye but like Man, the guy's a genius. And so, yeah, I had been on him for a while. And Twista was, I was always a fan of Twista. I'm babbling about rap music. But, of course, being from Cleveland, I listened to Bone Heavy growing up. Yep. And, like, Bone had beef with Do or Die. I don't know if you remember yeah. Do or Die from Chicago. I don't remember them, but I've become acquainted with them since. Okay, yeah. So I grew up listening to both. And, I like, because uh, Poe Pimpin came out and um, Do or Die was like, when Poe Pimpin came out, Do or Die like kind of shit on everybody, because Bone was making a lot of like hard shit, but Poe Pimpin was like, you know, do you want to ride in the backseat of my cabin? Yeah, like, much more like sexual and like, you know, pimpin' shit, and I was like, oh fuck. So I like was like, I'm a Do or Die fan right yeah. now, and then Twista was on, I think it was on that song, yep, yep. and uh, I was like, okay, Twista's obviously, I thought he was part of Do or Die for a while, I'm like, but he's obviously like the best. Right, and yeah. die didn't realize he wasn't in there. So, but um, yeah, became a big Twista fan, big Do or Die fan, and I like listening to Do or Die for a long time. So they're great, and and so because of that, I stayed connected to Twista. And, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's obviously like does some remarkable things speed wise, but Duke can actually. I mean, he's actually saying shit too. So yeah, he like, yeah, he has that ability to like. It's funny. It, it's it's tough to. I think one of the toughest parts about being a Twista, like, fan is that you can almost never get good enough to, like, sing along with your favorite songs. Like, other right. rappers, you can, like, learn the lyrics and right. be, like, rap along with them. Um, but Twista, it's, like, too hard to actually enunciate. It's to, tough, like, yeah. That's the thing about him is he goes so fast, but it's clear. You can, uh, you can hear what he's saying. Yeah. And it's not like, it's like you're like, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> no, you get it. So that's what's really remarkable with all that speed he's... Still precise and accurate. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I, uh, I really like this song. I liked it at the song. time. It like grabbed me. It got me into. It was one of the things that like got me into rap. It was my first uh, iTunes download right before downloading. Uh, well, I had a Lincoln Park Meteora CD that yeah. I like put in my iTunes right after that, and then downloaded um, Elefunk by Black Eyed Peas. Oh whoa! <laughs> because that was like getting cool. Um, yeah, so that's my, my initial, like, iTunes iPod library. Wow. And a Smash Mouth CD. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Song of the Week. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's a great one. It's a great one. Um, it's one of all-time greats. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try something new next week, uh, song-wise. Yeah. So, here, our next segment. Yeah. This is a good one. This Let is me, one we've been looking forward to. Yeah, I'm going to tee this one up with. Yeah. I had, you know, manager training last week. And this is like 
the umpteenth time I've had these trainings and I'm like, I don't want to do this. By the way, sweater, Jeremy has handouts. He's got a printouts. He's got pictures. He's like printed like the first five links that Google gives <laughs> you. Uh, but anyhow, so I'm in training and they're like, it was comedy anyway, because my boss is like very much, um, he's by the way, all his ratings for this test are all the way to the left. He's extreme on everyone. Nothing mm. is, he's very clear on everyone. Nothing is even in question. Yeah. So, um, but he, um, and the, and the, um, the prep presenter were going back and forth because presenter started giving like an old topic and he's like, hey, you're telling us what we heard last time. And I know not, not everybody was in the last session, but you're covering an old topic. Mm. And the guy was like, oh, I thought, he's like, well, you do what you want, but. And so like right away, the atmosphere wow. in the room is like, it's, cause it's hilarious because of who, who my boss is. Yeah. He's only been there six months, but he's made an impression on everybody. Wow. Um, so it's funny. Um, we're going back and forth, but um, yeah, so we start talking about emotional intelligence. Nice. And I'm like, great, make my day, and being self-aware and all this shit. And so, yeah. of course, we the big the big ticket on this is the Myers-Briggs test. <laughs> and um, we had taken it a couple of days before, or like through the two weeks before, and yeah. our results were like, you know, secret still. And somebody had them, the presenter had them, and we're like, oh shit, what are we? Well, <clears throat> I'm sitting there, and... Uh, <coughs> And I'm taking this test, and I, I we have like open cues, and I, I remember taking this test and being like, these questions are bullshit. And I'm like, I just start asking people around me, guys, how do you think I feel about this? <laughs> like, would I rather be in a, a room with a bunch of people or be all by myself all the time? They're like, you'd rather be with a bunch of people. I'm like, I guess I'd rather be with a bunch of people. <laughs> you definitely would. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. And so, you know, I didn't really, if I if I argue with them, I would actually argue with them there before I answered nice, the question. I'd nice. be like, you're this way. I'd be like, actually, I don't think I am. So anyway, I took the test. I think I took it pretty true. I, of course, yeah, I was laughing the, the entire time. Yeah. But, so that's what brought this up. I, can't, I had my one-day training, and I came in and told Sweater. I was like, Sweater, have you ever taken Myers-Briggs? And he's like, oh, I'm a boo 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 And he gave me your letter right away. I was yeah. like, oh, Jesus. And then I, same thing with Justin. I, I told him, he's like, oh, yeah, I've done Myers-Briggs. And he tells me. And the best part about it was... Both of you guessed me spot on. Dead on, yeah. Separately. I asked him, I was like, what do you think I am? And he got it. And then I asked you, and you said the same thing, and obviously got it too. So nice. It's hilarious that like you guys pegged me. Yeah. Um, so that's my experience. And um, I guess what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the Barbell Club and the members. And we're going to... We're going to predict, we're going to forecast. Yeah, since, since we have a pretty good track record of guessing correctly one time... We're going to uh, <laughs> we're going to extrapolate solid, from there. We have hundred percent. We're batting a thousand. You're actually hundred percent. I am undefined at this point. I, I've not guessed. All right. Well, you I'm, haven't you haven't struck out yet. I've guessed yours and everyone else's, and so have you. Oh, nice. Yeah. So what we did is uh, we're going to introduce all the members of the Barbell Club. Give a little bit of background on them. Uh, you know, just so you get a little idea of who who we're training with on a regular basis. And uh, we're going to give what we think their Myers-Briggs test is. Yeah, so, these may not be accurate. But. Uh, if you're one of the people that we're discussing, uh, let us know what your actual Myers-Briggs is. Yes, uh, if you want to come on the podcast, we or, can talk about your personality type or anything else. Exactly. Go take the test if you haven't. Yeah, take it's the just, test. It's just fun at the end of the day. I think it's just fun. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I actually, so I reacquainted myself. I, I like knew what all the letter choices were, but like, uh, I was like, what is the difference? So to cover the Myers-Briggs a little bit, 
Um, there are a few, so there are four categories that you are scored on. Right. The first is extroversion versus introversion. Right. So are you somebody who likes being out with a lot of people or do you prefer uh, being by yourself? The way um, the Myers-Briggs website actually defines it is like, um, does your world revolve around the outside world or does your world revolve around like being inside of your inside of your own mind and like being yeah. being by yourself sort of thing. Um, <laughs> so that's the first that's the first distinction. The second one is um, sensing sensing versus intuition. You're right. Intuition is like you take the the information from the outside world and incorporate it into kind of like your framework or or patterns of how you already see the world and try to like develop patterns and make everything like make sense into the context of the world. Right. While sensing is dealing with like the details of what whatever you're dealing with as they are in real life. So you're more like um, sensory based and, and situational yeah. based. So yeah. you're, you're dealing like with what's in front of you instead of like analyzing what's in front of you and putting it in a larger context. Right. Um, the third is thinking versus feeling. That one's kind of simple to understand. Is like your dominant way of like making decisions or analyzing yeah. the world, thinking about it, or is it like how you feel about it? I think harder head here. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, okay. I, I, I have strong, I'm strong there, even though I didn't write strong there, but I'm very strong in, in my personal thoughts about how I feel about things. Okay, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Anyhow. Maybe they're your feelings about how you think about it. I things. know, who knows? <laughs> And then the final uh, distinction is perceptive versus judge, uh, judging. Yes. Um, perceptive is somebody who's kind of like open to things being uncertain and willing to like take things as they come in while somebody who's more on the judging side wants things to be decided and they want to like right. can, you know, know with more certainty. Right. Um, what it is, you know, the value of something or like their plans for the day or things like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I had a, before we move on, I had a real interesting video. The, the presentation that I took again was long and drawn out, but, or the training. Yeah. But real interesting video was about um, the judging versus perceiving. Hmm. And um, the guy was, the guy was talking about how um, the perceiver is, provides the options. Okay. And the judger needs to push for closure with the perceiver and um, the judger um, the perceiver needs to hit and run with the judger so like if you're if you are at work and you're a perceiver yeah you need to like oh because the judger moans that's what they do so like whenever you give the judger something to do they're gonna moan about it they're gonna tell you that why can or cannot work like right away and uh, the perceiver, what they need to do in order to like mitigate that is to say, I have to leave, but here. So you give them the option thing that you're going because you're a P. You give the option, and then you, <coughs> you get the hell out of there. Oh, so you don't, so you don't hear the moaning that's going to take place. Because after the moaning takes place, the judger, wanting certainty and clarity, will make a decision. You know what I mean? Interesting. But, but if you're around for it, oh my God, shoot yourself. Interesting. You know what I mean? But like they talked about the, if you're a judger and you say to a perceiver, where do you want to go for lunch? You've asked the wrong question because the perceiver will say, we could go A. And um, the judger will be like, cool, I'll get my keys. Yeah. And right when you're done saying that, the perceiver will be like, or, 
<laughs> or we, we can go to uh, B. And the judges, now the judges start to panic. <laughs> right? And then as soon as he starts to panic, the guy says, but we haven't been to C either in a while. And then yeah. there's D's right next to it. And now the judger is like fuming. Yeah. Right? And so the way the judges should work is pushing for closure by saying things like, where don't you want to go? Mm. You know what I mean? Or, you know, try, you know, process of elimination. Yeah. Because there is always somewhere someone doesn't want to go. And it's funny that they use that option. Because I go to work with one of my colleagues all the time. Or go to lunch with one of my colleagues. And every time we get in the car, it's, I don't care where we go. And I'm like, let's go here. And <laughs> she says, I don't want to go there. And I'm like, well, but you just said you don't care where we go. I picked a place. It's very clear yeah. that I am a J. Yeah. And yeah. she is Interesting. A it's like Interesting. ultra freaking clear. And yeah. it was exact example that he gave in that video so yeah no that's that's a that's very interesting i like as soon as you were saying both of those examples i was like yep like i am that and i deal with that person in that context like (laughs) so let's jump into it let's let's start with you let's start with me so So you you took the test initially yes both justin a member of the gym who we'll get to and i (laughs) Correctly guessed what your score was. Yes. So you wanna you wanna let the uh, yeah. listeners know. I am an ENFJ, which means I'm an extrovert. I prefer intuition. I'm a feeler and I'm a judger. So it was funny when we took the test. You know, my boss is back there like googling everybody and all these factoids about him. Yeah. And he said uh, I turned out to be the protagonist. Oh. Whatever website he looked at, interesting, um, and all those things, and like two percent of the population's an ENFJ, and all these crazy facts, and I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> what does it? What does it all? What mean? does it do? Yeah. It means nothing. So um, it, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, the protagonist, and um, you and Justin got it right. Um, I think he pulled up some celebs. I uh, I did as well. I'm trying to trying to pull them out here. He um, pulled up right away that like it was uh, like. Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck. Yep, yep. And, uh, I have you listed as the mentor. The mentor, okay. Yeah, which is works with your role as a coach, as somebody who it likes does. coaching. Yeah. You know, and I, I saw that, and when I, uh, the, the website I looked at kind of like defined everyone, um, you know, gave them like, you're the mentor, you're, you're like, we'll get into it, but uh, I thought it fit for everyone. Yeah. Um, so why don't we jump to, to me a little bit? Yeah, so uh, can I guess you? I have, we have yeah, that. guess me. Right. Yeah. So I have you down as a ENTP. That is right. Yes. That's right. I'm an ENTP. Okay. Um, so that's, again, extroversion, intuition, thinking, and perceptive. Um, I think it probably pretty, like, strongly all of those things. Yeah. I think maybe I have a little bit of J. I think you do, too. In me. Yep. Um, but but I think I'm on average ENTP. Yep. Um, you know, so, a lot a lot of times like your role in society or work forces you to be something slightly different than what you are. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's, that's part of it. But I'm always I, yeah. Anyway, um, so my role is the originator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I like, and you know, I think the 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 way the site that I saw like describes the originator. Um, I have a hard time with the site, but. Um, like Benjamin Franklin was an originator. Right. Uh, these are people that like come up with new ideas. <laughs> They're like ideas people. They're uh, fitting all of like the 
outside information into like their framework of the of the world but since they're extroverted and they're perceptive yeah they're like um you know kind of looking beyond with what they already know and looking for like new ideas yeah. on top of their existing framework yeah so i uh i think it describes me well so who do you want to go to next doesn't matter um we could do josh Coach Josh, did you do Josh? I didn't, but we can do it now. Let me uh, let me hear what you uh, um, what you did for Josh. I called Josh an ESTJ, um, meaning he's extroverted. I definitely think he's extroverted. I have him as an I. You think he's an I? I think yeah, Josh is Corey is an I. Oh, yeah, man. you know, I, I was back and forth on that, but um, I guess that's that's interesting. Um, I definitely think he's sensing versus intuition. Damn, maybe not now that I think about it. Maybe I just got Josh all wrong. <laughs> oh, um, you're good. He's a he's a thinker, for sure. Yeah. And I think he's a, a J. I think he's an he's definitely a J. Definitely a J. I think he's an um, an ISTJ. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So that's Coach Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Who, where else do you want to go? Uh, let's go to to Caitlin. Okay. Um, I put Caitlin down. As an ESFJ. So why don't we uh, introduce what weight class they're lifting into? Oh yeah, sure. And like if they have a little uh, like weight, what their weightlifting and competition experience is, sure. just so people have some other background on who yeah. these people are. Yep, yep. Caitlin is a 69 kilo lifter. Um, she prefers to be a 69 kilo lifter. Um, <laughs> she has uh, been competing with me for a long time. I mean, basically since I came back here. Yep. And. Um, We've done, I don't know, five meets together or something like that. We recently did the American Open Series 3 in Grand Rapids. She did well there for cutting a boatload of weight um, the days before. It was really an incredible weight cut. Um, survived it, and she hit a couple lifts. So um, She's got a big back squat. Um, we got yeah, she she, She's improved her snatch a, a ton. Her form is, is like gotten a lot better. She's actually a coach here as well. Um, she's got her USAW cert, and so um, that's pretty much her background. She also helps me. She's part of like again I call the management team. Um, we bounce ideas off each other, and also call her the facilities manager because she like is a clean freak. So <laughs> she, she'll like she'll come up to me and say the closet's a mess, John. And I'm like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> like my bad. So also, I think she's an ESFJ. Um, Interesting. What'd you put her? I down have her as an ENFP. Oh really? So we have some differences uh, there. I think she. I don't. I don't think she's an option person. I think she. She's a. I think she's a judger for sure. You. Uh, you know her better than she, I do. So she could be an N. She could be an N. I, I don't know. I, I was on the fence. No, I think, I think you're probably right. Okay. ESFJ. Okay. So what's, a, what's an ESFJ type? Um, yeah, you have to tell us. Yeah. ESFJ. They're, um, what, what would she be? I mean, similar, similar to me, just with the sensing. It's a, ESFJs are, are supporters. They're people persons. Um, yeah. Famous ESFJs include Hugh Jackman, Penelope Cruz, Desmond Tutu, Sarah Palin, <laughs> Bill Clinton, and Sally Field. All right. <laughs> A couple politicians there. Yeah. Um, nice. Next, so, next on my list, we yeah. keep going? Yeah. Uh, I have Kara, Kara with a K. Kara with a K. AKA Kerosene. <laughs> um, she is a 63 kilo lifter. She's, um, 
you know, she came over from CrossFit, um, wanted to do CrossFit. Still, I think um, we talked about regionals. You know, she wanted to try and make a push there. Yeah. She's got an incredible... Um, she's an athlete. She's an athlete. She's got an incredible um, tolerance for work. Yeah. Um, that, that being said, she'll also text me and be like, I feel like shit, I'm not coming today, which is totally fine. Um, but we call it like me and uh, Lo used to call her the cyborg, man, because she's just... She's just like a machine yeah. sometimes, you know, and it's it's really impressive. Yeah, she's she's focused. She puts her head down and she does what, like, you know, people talk about like, doing their mobility and doing this oh, yeah. and eating eating right and blah blah blah. And like, she does she it. does it. Yeah, she yeah, does. So she does it. She works hard. I have her. Yeah. She she also competed in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Um, did well. She didn't have the crazy weight cut, and she got to lift on Friday, which was. I mean, it put us up there a day early, but it was nice because she and I spent a like day in the pool after that. Nice. While Caitlin was in the sauna. <laughs> Karen and I were, we were like chilling. We were in the hot tub, and then we like roll ourselves over the wall into the pool because it was like a twelve, <laughs> like a twelve inch. That was the most barrier. Oh my god! Yeah, I rolled. I just slowly rolled right over nice. the pool. Um, it was uh, graceful and beautiful. But um, so I have her down as an INFP. INFP. Wow. I have her in as, as an ISTJ. Jeez. We're way off. Yeah. All right. Well, de- definitely an I. Yes, definitely an I. You think she's a judge? Yes. Okay. I think she's a judge. I think she... So I was more confident about the I and the J. Um, I'm very confident about the I and the P. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see where she is. Yeah. Um... I think, um, I don't know. It's, it's tough to know if somebody is like... It is tough. You know, unless, like, I don't know how you guys are able to get me so well, so I thought you'd just get these up. <laughs> but, but maybe I'm bad at this, and you're right on every Oh, one. no. I, you could be. Well, but, you know, like, I don't know if Kara... I think... So the reason I... She could be an F. I'm, I'm open to, like, not being a T. And <laughs> we don't have a bargain here. Um... <laughs> But yeah, all right. Anyway, so we disagree about Kara. Maybe what do you have her celebrity as. I have her. So ISTJs are very loyal, faithful, and dependable. They great. They place great importance on honesty and, and integrity. So some of these are like astrology, yeah. sort of. That's what I said when I got mine. I was like, yeah, I'm a Leo and I'm an only fucking child. Yeah, of course it would be that way. Yeah, exactly. So her uh, her celebrities include uh, Natalie Portman, Warren Buffett, George Washington, Sean Connery, and Amazon owner Jeff Bezos. How did it include George Washington? Did he take this test? (laughs) Well, you can like assign it after the fact. It's interesting that he was an E because he was like a general, you know. An I, yeah. Or an I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So back to my originators. My originators (laughs) um, include President Obama. Benjamin Franklin, Celine Dion, Leonardo da Vinci, and Robert Downey Jr. Those are my uh, celebrity comps. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, anyway. Those, so, there's Kara. All right. Um, let's do the other Kara. Kara with a C. Yeah. Um, I have her as an E. Yep. N. Yep. T. I have F. But... P. Okay. I have right. ENFP. Very close. Yeah, we're close. Um, so, definitely an extrovert. Yep. Um... Kara is has not lifted at a meet with me or probably ever. I don't think. No, no, nope. that's right. Yep. She's just signed up for her USAW and is competing in October. Her first meet is your first meet. Yeah, that'll be a, a fun time. So um, she'll be lifting as a sixty-three. 
Um, I told her not to cut, but she's cutting like a kilo. A kilo so okay, it's really not, not a lot. But um, she's getting a lot better every day. She lifted with me a long time ago, then moved away, did some remote programming, then mm. stopped because it's tough to do remote by herself. And then eventually moved back for with work, and her uh, boyfriend came back with her, and um, she's um, she's getting a lot better like every day now. A lot of things we worked on when we fir I first worked with her, she kind of improved on a little bit. And um, she also got a lot stronger, and now she's come back with that strength and improvements, and we're just pushing it a little further. So nice. Um, she's getting better every day. Nice. So I, yeah, you I have what it. ENTP. ENTP, and you have ENFP. I have ENFP. So ENTP is what I am. That's that originator. Right. ENFP is advocate, and that includes Sandra Bullock, Shea Guevara, Ariana <laughs> Huffington, Walt Disney, Mark Twain. And me, the author of this article that I'm reading. Whoever that person is, whoever me <laughs> uh, is. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, nice. So, there's Next one. With a C. Next one. I, we got a lot of people, so we got to bust through these. Yeah, yeah, we'll get through. Um, Chelsea? Chelsea. Did you do Chelsea? Yep, I did. I have her as an E? Yep. N? I have S. I, everyone has an N for me. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know how to do this. E? You're right. She's definitely an S. You're right. T? I have F. Fuck! She's a total, like... Yeah, you're Feeler. right. You're right. You're right. You're ESFP. I have ESFJ. Jesus. But you know, I think it's ESFP. Okay. That's the one I was least confident about. The P. The P or the J. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, little bit of back. Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Um, she came to us, I believe, from SeaTown. She yep. was doing CrossFit, um, and and wanted to transition more into weightlifting, and so. We've done that. She's leaps and bounds getting better every day. Um, she's gotten a ton stronger. She's PR in her back squat like every day she's in here. And, um, you know, reaching for some, like, improved, some, like, kind of intangible things. We talk about goals. She's trying to get, you know, better strength in the bottom of her squat, mm -hmm. which is something that, like, it's hard to measure. So, yeah. like, I'm just trying to make the squat go up. But she's trying to, like, you know, improve her comfort level in a lot of places. Overhead squat needs more comfort, and so like sometimes I'll cut her off from doing certain movements and have her do overhead squats. Yeah. Um, but again, she's improved leaps and bounds. Um, we put a lot more weight on the bar than um, I think she was um, think she hoped to do, but just couldn't do when she came here. And yeah. So um, she's getting a lot better. I don't. She's not lifting in the meet coming up. That so she was. We we're talking about maybe lifting in the spring next year. Nice. Which is perfect because the Arnold's in spring, and we'll probably all do the Arnold. Yeah. And. Um, that's also going to be the American Open Series 1, so that'll be cool. And, um, yeah, so it'll probably be her first meet. Nice. So, And, uh, all right, who do we want to want to go to next? I got Morgan Let's do Morgan. Morgan, sweater's better half. Yeah. I have her as an E. Yep. N? Uh, nope. F? Nope. J? Definitely, yes. Definitely a J. Definitely a J. See, you know what, actually, as I... I just think Morgan and I are very similar, so I just gave her all the same as me. As, as like I started to think about it, I was like, no, we're like the same. I do, th I do think you guys are very similar. Yeah. I, uh, I think there are some differences. Like I, I don't think the N and the S. The she's definitely an S, but I think being being partners with her, yeah, you know, and and like living together, like I can see that that aspect of her personality right. a lot more. It comes up in like different contexts. Yep. Um, and she's definitely like a, a thinking dominant person, but okay. um, yeah, you guys right. are strong on your like E and your J. Yeah, we're strong. Quali e qualities, yeah. yeah. Um, she is, uh, and the the personality yeah, type that I the the personality type that I saw is the overseer. 
<laughs> I just yeah. wanted to mention this, which is I, which is her like role, you know, like she is in charge. She. <laughs> No, she's assertive. Uh, yes. ESTJs include um, Andrew Jackson, Lyndon Johnson, James Monroe, and Hillary Clinton. So it's like okay. the presidents, you right, know, right, the, right. the people in charge of the the ESTJs, which is um, which is true. Yeah, that's true. She so her first meet will be again in October yeah. with you um, and Kara with a C, and um, she's going to lift as a fifty-eight. She picked this up because one day you dragged her in here and she enjoyed it, right? I yeah, mean, she came. Much she it. just came in on her own volition. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and she's she's made for this sport, as far as I'm concerned. Not necessarily physically. She's got long arms, long legs, but um, Jesus, her mentality is yeah. made for this sport. It's made. It's probably made for any sport. Yeah. Because she is very much aggressive. She doesn't look at anything as impossible. Um, she has a burning desire to get better, and the, you know the only the only thing that's hard for her is I think she wants to get better every time. That's you know? yeah, which it's is like, fine, and that's but you know that's great. I can deal with that because I'm like again, I think we're very similar in the yeah. way we act, and so I know very much how to work with that. Yeah. And you know we we spend a lot of time talking about don't worry about it. Keep your head up. Let's go get the next. It's okay thing. that you missed one lift today. You're right. still like you've still PR'd four things. Exactly. You know? Yeah. In fact, when we when we do our when we do our competition Saturdays, um, I told her she's won the last two, so therefore we've got I've got to make it more difficult for her yeah. specifically. So her numbers are going to be different than everybody else's nice. today. Like nice. I think her her five pointer is going to be 100 plus five kilos. It's got to yeah, be. Like, it has nobody, to be. Nobody's fucking hitting five except for her. <laughs> yeah. She's like. She's making up, the most progress. Yeah. yeah so. um, all right. Hey. Let's do uh, Justin. Let's do Justin. ENTJ. I had INTP. He's no, he's an I. I think, okay, he could be an E. I had ENTP initially. Yeah. But now that you say J, he could, he could be ENTJ. I know he's definitely an N and a T. I think he's like a softer E or like he might be a softer. He's e. like between E and I and between yeah. P and J. He's a softer E. And the INTP type is the engineering personality type. Well, uh, and okay. he's an engineer and he I is. I feel like um, I think he makes more decisions though. I think he's more a little more judging than I mean he I think yeah. He might, you know, he's a younger dude and he's in a like a, a corporate atmosphere and I think that forces him to kind of go both ways yeah. on a lot of these. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. his true self, you know, they say if you get different results later, you didn't change, you just became more true to yourself, mm. which is fucking hocus pocus. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's just, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I don't know. So who would you have him as? What's his role? Uh, well, so I had him as the engineer. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Um, Celebs. Oh, let's see who they. Justin are. will have to tell us today exactly. Yeah, yeah, is. he'll give right. us. We're gonna take yours. I'm gonna write mine up. And okay. We're just gonna put it on the board. Anybody? Uh, they live in the world of theoretical possibilities. They see everything in terms of how sure. it could be improved or what it could be turned into. Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, Tina Fey. Okay. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, so let's go to Jose. Well, real quick, Justin's yeah. a, uh, Justin. Yeah. A, a would-be 105. He's about 115 kilos right now. Um, he'll get down to 105, I think, easily. Kick and snatch his ass off. Yeah. Um, he enjoys the snatch most, as he told me when he came in. He's like, I want a bodyweight snatch. I was like, okay, buddy. Um, which is fine. I look at him, I'm like, I want you to clean jerk 400 pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's big got, guy. He's built for it. Yeah. Um, we got to work on, on the mobility. He tweaked his wrist a while back, so he's not lifting in this meet, but he will be lifting 
damn it, as soon as possible. Yeah. Because um, I'm really excited to see him lift. He's got a good head on his shoulders, too, for competition. So. Yeah. Um, Jose, let's do Jose and wrap it. Jose, I have as it ISTP. I had INTP. Okay. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And um, he's, by the way, Jose is in school for accounting and wants to do tax accounting. So that should be like its own thing, right? <laughs> its own quality of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So um, definitely introverted, um, definitely a thinker and an option provider. Yeah. yeah, ISTP, we'll go with yours, is a craftsman. Okay. Uh, craftsmen include Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs, Clint Eastwood, the Dalai Lama, and Vladimir Putin. All right. And Jose is a tweener. He could be a 69 or a 77. We're trying to get him to add some weight to his body. Yeah. He's, he's known for eating, like, full racks of, of ribs and, like, massive amounts of food and not gaining any friggin' weight. Yeah. Um, he's had some back issues, um, and, you know, he was trying to, like, take time off and work with some um, orthos. And I think, um, as far as I'm concerned, we're going to do all the things that don't hurt him at all a lot and make him really strong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think – he wrestled. <clears throat> so, oh, okay. That makes sense. So I think what we're going to try and do is um, I'm going to give him the bro stuff that I did as, like, an idiot in high school and college. Yeah, yeah. Just to get Just to get him that base of, like, strength. Um, he's going to bench all the time he's in there. Nice. He's going to deadlift because that's, that's okay for him. And then um, – you know, a lot of core work. I did, you know, I remember as a, as a, whatever, high schooler doing like, like hundreds of sit-ups or abs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every day. Yeah. And I mean, I remember like when I had my first house, I took my feet under the uh, Couch? coffee table. Ooh, coffee table. Yeah, the coffee table had like a lower uh, support on it. Tuck my feet under there and just would do crunches and sit-ups yeah. for like ever. He could do Some like push-ups all day. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what he's going to do, so. But nice. he'll be he'll be lifting soon. The kid can move. He lifted a little bit before he came here. Yeah. Um, we just got to get him stronger and fix his back issue. Yeah. But he can snatch. He's clean. It just runs into his front squat. Um, he can also jerk very yeah. well. So. He moves. Yeah, he moves great. It just like yeah. needs to be stronger. Right. Um, so we have some new members, but we uh, we probably don't know them enough to give them the personality type yet. I know there's yeah. David, yeah, David and Alina. Alina and, just came. So uh, Low, your, your boy Low was here. Uh, for a while, but unfortunately, work commitments have yeah. uh, kept him away. He actually made surprise, surprise, be in today. Oh, which would that'd be, be a nice great. surprise. He yeah. came over for a little bit and watched the Indians game with me oh, last cool. night, which is great because you know um, we kind of going through similar stuff right now. So yeah. it's always good for us to kick it. Yeah, you know when we get together, we we like to like have pity parties. So I try not to, <laughs> I try not to do that. We either do that or we just go. Real Go hard. hard. It gets yeah. ultra lit. Yeah. How lit? Five, Five flames, flames lit. with you some of my Some of my most lit times are with love. <laughs> I have like, I have actually Snapchat videos that I can remember in my head of us turning up in his yeah. car heading out. Like, we're both already very, very yeah. four, four flames. Yeah. About to be at five. So, yeah, that's my boy, man. For nice. Real, so. And I also, uh, I gave my butterscotch, uh, my cat butterscotch, <laughs> a Myers-Briggs personality score. I thought that'd be funny. So, uh, for all those who don't know, um, I live with the best cat. His name is Butterscotch. <laughs> She's eight years old. She's a big orange, big orange cat. Yeah. Uh, the most affectionate cat you'll ever meet. Loves people. Um, even though he loves people, he's definitely an introvert because his love for people revolves around his own personal satisfaction. Yes. And you can tell that he doesn't really care about you enjoying it. He mostly 
wants your affection for him. <laughs> That's cats, though. Yeah, so he's he's an I. All cats are eyes. He's an I. He's an S because he's only concerned with the reality as it's presented. He doesn't really have a larger framework for things. Uh, he's an F. Because he's a feeler, he's a total softy, yep. and he's a P. He's open to options. He's not. He doesn't need it to be decided. He just needs. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's, so I'm so glad you did that. And he's an artist, which is a great personality type for him. Because I, when I think of my cat, I think artist. he's an artist. All right. Yeah. That's so fantastic. anyway, why don't we close it up? Okay. Um, yeah. We got the CrossFit class starting to get here. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hey CrossFit. Right. Hi Josh. Josh, we just did your Myers-Briggs, buddy. We'll have to talk about it. <laughs> um, so we have one last uh, topic for today I thought it would be fun to discuss is yep. um, our top five recreational activities. Yes. So, Do you want to lead off? Yeah, why don't, why don't I go? So I don't know what made me think of this, but um, just thought it would be like <laughs> funny to like rank these random activities. Uh, when, I, when coming up with my rankings, I kept – um, like traditional sports that can be like changed for a um, kind of like barbecue yeah. experience in the background. Right. Um, so like get, touch football out, yep. volleyball out, pick up basketball out. Yeah, I agree. So this one is just like simple recreational activities. I think what inspired it is uh, in college we, oh, my, yes. me and my boys, we, uh, we started playing this game called baseball, which is like a drinking game. Um, and it's a team-based thing, and we played this other, like these other group of guys from a different fraternity at a party. We played them in baseball one day, and we got our asses kicked. Yeah. So we decided we we're gonna practice, and like we played all the time, and we got really into it. We would sing the national anthem before the game oh, started, God. and take seventh inning shots as like the seventh inning stretch, and sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," and it became this whole thing. So we made reversible team pennies yes. that we started wearing to parties Home and being home and away pennies that we would wear to the parties because we were like not very cool and we were mostly interested in playing drinking games against other groups of guys <laughs> so because we, we're competitive right. and uh, we're like more into each other than we were into anybody else right. in the school so um, yeah so that's what brought this up yeah I'm so that's what brought it up that. talking about this game of baseball so um why don't you give us your number five activity? I want to give you all five. Or give, you us, yeah, give, give us all five. I'll give Count you all down. five. All right. And these are not actually in any order. Maybe they are. Um, anything pool or swimming is like number one for me. Okay. Is that allowed as a rec game? Um, a recreational activity? Yeah. So if, if pools are allowed, number one for me is pool basketball. Okay. I love pool basketball, but if it's out, um, because I kept it out because of the basketball. Yeah, game. I just mean, like, I want to be in the pool. Yeah, and nice. Do pool things. Okay. Especially, like, with the kids, it's great. Yeah, so pool activities are number one. Hiking is up there. Nice. Spades, the card game Spades. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. like, a big Spades fan. Nice. A lot of people don't know how to play it. I'll teach you, I'll beat you. Yeah. Um, Kings. My favorite yep. drinking game, yep. St. Paddy's every time. And then Taboo, I'm a big Taboo fan. I love Taboo. Taboo's a good one. I love Taboo. Yeah. So, for some reason, I'm a big board game fan. Love board games. Yeah. Um, I kept board games out okay. of this. I focused on, just, I focused on different things. Um, my number one is ping pong. I yes. love ping pong. Number two is spike ball. I don't know if you've ever played spike played ball. It, yeah. I love spike ball. I think what I'm noticing with mine are like they're all pretty like active recreational yeah. games um, and like pretty high skill, yeah. which I like. Uh, my third was cornhole, yep. um, which is maybe a little chill 
little more chill than those. But because I there's a ton of skill involved. Ton of skill right? involved. Yeah. I like I like the opportunity to master a skill. I would say. I see. Um, Mine are very like vague and open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. taboo. I mean, I take taboo seriously. Yeah. <laughs> number four is baseball, this drinking game that, yeah. that we were talking about. And number five, I had bocce. Bocce. I've never, I've never <laughs> played bocce ball. Never. Um, two that, that people are going to be like, what about that? That I kept off the list for me include pool or billiards. Okay. Not into it. I know other people are. Yeah. I just suck at it. I'm not I, that into it either. I, I yeah. I don't know. Not my thing. Right. Um, and the next one is beer pong, which I think is a... Extremely overrated game. <laughs> I think it's boring after playing one game of beer pong. Okay. I'm like, all right. I'd rather play flip cup. I'd rather play flip cup. We have. I'd rather play boom. Or we invented this game called blackout, which is a combination of beer pong and flip cup, and it's like team oriented. Okay. Civil War. We've played. See, I, whenever I play beer pong, you're right. Whenever I play beer pong, I have to spice it up. Like we'll play with like liquor, or yeah. <laughs> or we'll play with like four loco. I've done that. Yeah. That was always a very bad decision. Yeah. But like we, we like the big thing in college was we would play uh, a bonus cup. So we'd play three yep. beers over six cups. Take two, fill the six up, and take one beer and fill one cup up with it. I, yeah, I was I was known for way. like being an aggressive drinker, especially in college. <laughs> so I would do. Um, Are we all? <laughs> I would do. I thought it was great to do ten cup or six cup full beer yeah. in each cup. <laughs> and you had to finish before your next shot. Right. So you just slam like. Because it, the game itself to me was like not interesting. Was yeah, too slow as a way of drinking and like we would play bounces, which everybody does. But to spice it up, we would bounce things like off the ceiling. Yeah, the yeah, wall. that's fun. Or that's like, fun. Yeah, you're right. It does have to get like. But even like even with bouncing, like people are knocking over the cups and like it's, yeah, that's fun. I don't know. It's a game, like, pain and pain in the ass that game. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, top five recreational activities in the comments section. If you made it all the yes, way through please. this podcast, leave us your uh, personality type and your uh, your favorite recreational games. Let us know what we missed. Yep. Um, anyway, John, always a pleasure. This is a great one. It's you know we got here a little late, so the CrossFit class is warming up, and so sorry for the noise, but. Uh, a lot of fun to talk about. Always fun to listen to these later as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I listen. Oh, oh of course I, you listen. I definitely to them, listen, but I listen to them. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get this out, and uh, we'll be back next week. It's late. Sing- it's single Saturday. Single Saturday. I'm here. I got mine on. So yeah, let's go. We're, we're four weeks out, like or yeah, three weeks out, something like that. So it's time to get serious. Three weeks out. Three weeks out, baby. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> Roll out the bones and raise up the